Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. God would no more want you to live in sickness than He wants you to live in sin. He has forgiven you of sin and healed you of sickness the same way. It was bit by bit and we really had to ease into it just because it was everything against I'd ever been taught. Our lives have been completely changed. Now it's normal for me and my brothers to go and play soccer with friends. I didn't think that that would become normal for me ever. And now here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today I'm continuing a series that I started last week talking about God wants you well. I've got a book on this and I tell you we have seen thousands and thousands of miraculous healings through this. And this isn't just true for other people. This God wants you well. So we've got this book. I've got that same teaching in a study guide. DVDs, CDs. But then we also have a USB, USB with over 12 of my teachings that relate to healing. There's probably 30 or 40 hours worth of teaching in this. We have uh, this healing university that I put together with my entire staff. And we also have uh, Dwayne Sheriff. Uh, in here, but a lot of them are our teachers from our Bible school. There's over 60 hours worth of teaching in here. And that Healing University also includes all of our uh, videos of people that have been healed, and I've shown a number of those. And anyway, we just got a wealth of material. There are, I've got hundreds of hours of teaching right here on the subject of healing. And I promise you, if you were to listen to this, I believe it would be nearly impossible for you to stay sick. God wants you well. And what I was getting at on our last Friday's broadcast was showing that Jesus is the express image of the Father. He says, whatever the Father does is what I do. And Jesus never made anybody sick. He never told anybody, you stay sick a little longer. You hadn't learned your lesson. 
Sickness is of the devil. Sickness doesn't come from God. And if you ever waver on that point, you won't see healing. You know, when the Lord touched my life, I was raised in a denomination that taught that God uses sickness to humble you, to break you so that those are positive things. Also that God uses sickness to punish you as judgment. Well, there are examples of God putting sickness on people in the Old Testament. But it was always a punishment. It was never a blessing. And Christ redeemed us from the curse of the laws. So under the new covenant, God is not punishing any of his children with sickness. And I begin to learn these things. But did you know what? It was, it was a renewing of mind. It takes a process to get this done. And there was a woman who was like a spiritual mother to me. She was really a godly influence in my life. And it accomplished a lot of good things. And... Uh, she was over at my house, uh, my mother's house. I was married at this time. My mother, my sister, my wife. And I were there talking to this lady. And I forgot exactly how we got on it, but she got to talking about that God sometimes puts sickness on people. Well, and even kills them because it's his will. And I said, no. And I started saying that, that healing is a part of the atonement of the Lord. And she got mad at me. And she started saying, no, God does this. And I said, no, he doesn't. And it was the first time I'd ever stood up to her. And honestly, in my heart, 
I WASN'T UPSET OR MAD, BUT I WAS JUST NOT GOING TO COMPROMISE ON THIS TRUTH. THAT GOD HAD SHOWN ME. So anyway, I stood up and this lady got mad and she left. And when she left, my mother, my sister, and my wife jumped on me like a coat, uh, like a coat of paint. You know, and just got to rebuking me. How dare you talk to her that way? And I said, look, I didn't mean anything by it, but I'm just not going to compromise on this. God is not the author of sickness and disease and poverty and all of these things. But here's the reason I'm telling this story. This got me condemned. And I felt like I shouldn't have done this. And I got the feeling condemned and I repented of it. And my son, Joshua, was just about a year old at that time. And he got sick. And uh, I won't go into all the details, but it was bad. And I mean, it looked really bad. And I was standing and believing for his healing. Best I knew how, and I wasn't seeing it happen. And I just couldn't figure out what was going on. And finally, this man, Marshall Tansley, who's a pastor in Albuquerque, New Mexico now, and Marshall and Cindy were really close to us. He was my associate pastor in Seagaville, Texas. He came over and sat on my stereo and he got to rebuking me. He says, you know what? You preached the grace of God. And you preach that God's not the one who's putting things on you. And that God isn't punishing you with sickness. That you can't live it. He said, you're a hypocrite. And he just blasted me. And his wife. Cindy, on their way home, it was only a five-minute trip from their house to uh, our house. But in that short period of time, Cindy got on his case and said, how dare you speak to Andrew that way? Andrew's prayed for you and helped you and done all these things. And, and so she condemned him and he turned around 
Nakulumba ngamunenya era umwami nachuka to come back and apologize nakomawo kwenenya for being so strong with me rokuberanga inengeri jayogedde mungeri enja ulojendi but did you know that by the time he got back to our house nayoba doma nyinti bwe yatukira atokukoma we wange my son was completely healed the fever had broken mutabani wange yali au amazeno kuona ngano musujja guli ebugu mwe dimubaddeko lyonali weddeo and he was healed because it was the truth and i realized what happened was i got to feeling guilty era yawonyezebwa kubanga ge mazima kubanga ate wali wengeri jennali mpuliranga aliko musango over the way i had talked to this woman kungerinze jennali mazo kuogera muno muchalo oli felt like i did it wrong zenga mpulira munda munze ntyo boli awo nchikoze bubi and i felt like my son getting sick that this was god's punishment nendo ozanto boli awo mwana wango kuluwala katonda yali ambonereza either he did it or he was so upset with me ntiobaye yachikola oba yali anyize nange over the way i had acted ngany'igidorengeri jenali mazo kweisam that he wouldn't intervene in my behalf mtinaba ngatainza kweta pamumbera yange but one way or the other mungeri emo obendala i had gotten out of faith and i was thinking that god was punishing us and dealing with us nalimvudde mukukiriza eranga nzendoza ntikatonda alimukutubonereza and when i saw the truth nayolwala ba mazima i rejected that guilt and condemnation na gano kuulira nga nga asaliddwa musango nokunenyezebwa and my son got healed no mwana wange naonyezebwa and there are many of you watching this program banje nyo kumwa abawuliriza program wino right now that you may not even realize it iranga kakati goinza no butachizula but you don't have any confidence na yenga atetolina mu buvumuna akamu that god is going to heal because you feel like i don't deserve it mtikatonda asobola nokuonya kubango uliranga atagwanira or this is punishment eroinza no gamba mbwala or maybe i'm supposed to learn something and those things keep you from aggressively reaching out and just taking your healing you got to get past that you've got to know that healing is a part of the atonement of the Lord Jesus. Did you know that the Greek word sozo sozo it's used over 300 i think it's closer to 360 something times in the new testament and it's a word that encompasses everything that jesus did for us and it refers to forgiveness of sins but that same greek word sozo is also translated healed over in like james chapter 5 uh, let me turn over and just read this verse ngenda kuchusa mbikule nsomo lunyiririruno in verse 14 is any sick among you let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the lord nti ngawagamba olunyiriro re 19 nti waliwo mumwe omuntu yenno mulwadde ayitenga abakaddebe kanisa bamusabirenga and the prayer of faith shall save 
the sick. No kusaba kwa kukiriza kuli lokolo muluwade. That word saved there. Echigambo kulokola. Is sozo. Chechigambe cho sozo. Same word that was translated forgiveness of sins. Chechigambo chechimwe chafu nulibu kusonyi iwa kwebibi. The point that I'm making through this is. Nesonga jenambi kawano yeno. That modern day Christianity has divided what Jesus did into different parts. Saying that the forgiveness of sins is the only thing that applies to every person. And he died for the sins of the whole world. But healing is conditional. And he may or may not heal you. He may or may not bless you. Financially, he may or may not give you joy and peace. They look at all of those things as optional. But the Bible doesn't make that distinction. This word sozo that is used over 300 and something times in the New Testament it just applies to healing. It applies to deliverance. It applies to forgiveness of sins. It's all a part of the one thing. Over in Psalms 103, verse 1, and it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And then verse 3 says, Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who heals all thy diseases. Wagambanti webaze mukama gwememe yange nebyonna ebiri munda emunda yange mwebaze linyalye tukuvu. Webaze mukama gwememe yange sote weda bidanga bilunji byebyonna. Olunyiryo lokusatu ne lugamba anti asonyiwa ebikolwabyo byonne bitali byabutukirivu awonye ndwadde zozonna. All thy diseases. Ndwadde zozonna. Forgiveness of sins and healing of our body is put in the same verse. The same thing is done in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, where it says, Who his own self bear our sins. In his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. It puts healing in the past tense. Forgiveness of sins and healing again is combined into the one scripture. And I'm telling you that healing is a part of the atonement 
of the Lord Jesus Christ. God would no more want you to live in sickness than he wants you to live in sin. He has forgiven you of sin and healed you of sickness the same way. And he doesn't want you to live in sin and he doesn't want you to live in sickness. Healing is a part of the atonement of Jesus. And it's wrong to piecemeal what God did. You know, if somebody brought me a gift and say this table that I'm sitting in front of, they just put all of these gifts on there and all of these things that they had for me. And I looked at it and I said, well, you know what, I'm going to take this one gift. But all the rest of this, thank you, but no thanks. I'm not going to take advantage of it. If a person gave all of these things to me, that wouldn't bless them. Jesus died to provide not only forgiveness of our sins, but healing of our bodies and prosperity and deliverance and joy and peace and vision. And on and on you could go. And he's provided all of these things. And the modern day church for whatever reason is basically said, you know, I'm only going to accept forgiveness of sins. And then it's when we get to heaven that we will accept experience complete healing and joy and peace and all of that. All we can expect is just to get saved and stuck. We're just holding on until we go to heaven. Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 6. He says pray Thy will uh, be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus told us to pray for God's will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Is there going to be sickness in heaven? No. We are supposed to expect to walk in healing now. I'm not condemning anybody who's sick any more than I'm condemning any person who's living in sin. But I'm saying that God, that's not God's will for you. You can live in sin. You could never accept salvation and God still loves you. But you know what? You, you are rejecting the greatest offer that was ever made. 
Nayate obogani de dalo kutwala echirabe chasingo kolebwe echo muwendo. And ultimately if you don't accept the forgiveness that is offered through Jesus. Eranga mazima dalabo takiriza chirabe chechatu webo kuita mkusonyi iwa Yesu kuyatua. You'll have to go and be separated from God throughout eternity. Gwogenda kubo ya uliwa kukatonda okuita mubuta guwa obo nabona. Man, that's not good. Ngatecho sichiru unji. I love people enough to tell them that you need to make Jesus the Lord. Njagala nyo kugamba abantu nti gweweta gokufula Yesu mukamau. Well, I'm not condemning you if you're sick. Atesi kunenya bobango limuluade. But I love you enough to tell you that God doesn't want you to be sick. Na ye nkwagala nyo irokubu ulidanti katonda kwa galizo kubomulamu. That is not God's will for you. Jesus paid for your physical healing just as much as he paid for your forgiveness of sins. Yesu Kristo yasasulira okuonyezebwako era nga bwe yasasulira okusonyibwako. Let me use this passage over in Matthew chapter 8. Kankozese olugero luno lw'Matayo esule yomunana. Jesus had just ministered to people in the synagogue. Yesu yali akawerezeri abantu muyekalu. Then he went into Peter's house. Nalyokagenda mu nyumba ya Petero. He healed Peter's mother-in-law. Era yawonya nyazala wa Petero. This is a separate issue, but if Peter had a mother-in-law, that means he had a wife. Eno songe yaukako na yate Petero bwabanga yalina nyazali kitegeza yalina omukazi. For those who believe Peter was the first pope and Echo chiri eri ababakirizambu Petero oboli awe yali papa asoka. Ministers, especially priests, can't be married. You aren't following scripture. And all, Peter had a mother-in-law and she was healed. And then it says right here in Matthew chapter 8, in verse 4, and when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. And when the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick. Again, this is a point that I made last week. That if Jesus really represented God and showed us exactly the way that God is, well then, that means that God heals all that were sick. Because that's what Jesus did. Jesus never refused to heal anybody. He healed all that were sick. And it goes on to say in verse 17, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself took our infirmities and bear our sicknesses. Again, 
This is a quotation from Isaiah chapter 53. And over in Isaiah chapter 53, let me just read these verses. To you, this was a prophecy about Jesus. And man, it, this is one of the most awesome prophecies in the Bible. Here in Isaiah chapter 53, and in verse 4 it says, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrow. That was what was being quoted over there in Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. It's quoting from this, and so in the next verse down here in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5, it says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Man, this is so specific, talking about the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. And the stripes that he bore, and by his stripes we were healed. Did you know the religion as a whole has just ignored this and said, no, this isn't talking about physical healing. This is talking about spiritual, emotional healing. That we were crippled physically. Or emotionally. And God now has made it so that we can walk with Him. That we were broken down and beat down. You know, mentally and stuff. And, and they, they make all of this, they spiritualize it. But it literally is talking about physical healing. Because it quotes these verses and says when Jesus healed all of the people, all of the people that were sick, this was the fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy. So when it says by his stripes we are healed, it is talking about physical healing. Jesus bore your sickness so that you could walk in health. It's a part of the atonement. And if you aren't in health, God loves you. I'm not saying he's mad at you. But I'm saying you aren't accepting what he's done for you. 
The first step in receiving healing is you've got to know that this isn't optional. It's not just for a few people. It's not God just chooses to heal one and skips a few and then heals another. No, Jesus wants every person healed. That's what he did when he was here. And he wants you well. And you've got to know that this is a part of the atonement of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus has provided healing for you and he wants you well. Let me just back up and read some of this in its context. Remember that men are the ones that divided the Bible into chapters and verses. And there's nothing wrong with that. It allows us to be able to turn and read scripture and reference things. And so it's fine, but you got to remember that the Bible wasn't written in chapter and verses. And the book of Isaiah, in Isaiah chapter 52, this isn't a disconnected uh, passage of scripture. It, it's all in context right here. So this is still talking about the sacrifice of Jesus. It's recorded in Isaiah 53. But look at this in Isaiah chapter 52. And it says... In verse 14, it says, As many were astonished at thee, his visage was so marred. If I had time, I could show you this is still talking about Jesus. And this is saying in the same way as we bore shame. Jesus bore our shame. In the same way, whatever it was that we've suffered, Jesus suffered it to redeem us from those things. So this is what it's talking about. It's talking about Jesus. As many were astonished at thee, his visage, was so marred more than any man. You know, visage is an old English word. I'm reading out of the King James. But it means face. His face was marred more than any man. And it goes on to say, and his form more than the sons of man. 
Atene yeyongiro kugamantira no buntu bwe no kusinga omuntu yenna. And then he continues to talk about these things down in chapter 53 verses 4 and 5. It... Kakati yeyongiro kogera ku bintu byebimu musule dake yatano musatu olunyiriyo lokunano lokutano. Talks about he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, by his stripes we were healed. Aona yogera anti yabonerezewa olwafe yakubibwe emigo kulwafe tuwonyezewe This is talking about that crucifixion and during that time Kakati wano wogera kukomererwa kumusalaba erango okuyita mu bisera bino His visage his face was marred Ntio bwenyi bwe bwayononeka nnyo more than any man Nokusinga omuntu yenna You know I haven't seen everything that has ever happened to people. But I've had people come to me that had their nose and and mouth, lips eaten off. By cancer, an eye eaten out and growths coming out. I've seen deformities. On people, did you know that Jesus' face was marred more than that? And this didn't happen only through the Romans beating him. I'm sure that when they put that crown of thorn on his hand, that head that it punctured him, he bled, I'm sure that he... Manyinti yafumitibwa nnyo era navamu omusayi munji olwamagwa ganagali gamufumise. He uh, was hit with some of these stripes. Yakubibwa nemigojine jimu. And things but his face was far beyond just human. Ntio bwenyi bwebwayo noneka nokusuka ko obwomuntu. Beating. Ngakubiddwa. He literally took our sickness. And our disease into his own body. On the tree. Every physical malady. That the earth has ever experienced. Entered into the physical body of Jesus and his face. Became marred more than any man. That's amazing. And it goes on to say that his form more than the sons of man. If you look that up in the NIV, it's something to the effect that he didn't even look human. You know, I saw the movie, The Passion of the Christ. And it was rated R because it was so brutal. And yet Mel Gibson, the one who made that movie, said that if he would have portrayed it the way he believes that the scripture actually described it, it would have been triple X-rated. Nobody would have come to see it. So and 
by his own admission he toned it down some but even at that it was so brutal what they did to Jesus and yet you could recognize that this was a man hanging on the cross. But these scriptures says that his face was marred more than any man and his form so that he didn't even look human. That wasn't only the physical beating in the crucifixion that did that. Every sick every deformity. I've seen pictures of people that have terrible deformities and elephantitis. Where their legs swell up two and three times. The size and just on and on. Every one of those sicknesses, all of those diseases entered into the body of Jesus. And my point is that if Jesus bore those sicknesses and took all of those things for me, why in the world would I not accept and receive the healing that he provided? And yet there's religion today that'll say, nope. It's not for everybody. Only some people get healed. Maybe God wants to make you sick to teach you something. Maybe this is punishment. That's not so. I'm telling you, Jesus bore all of our sickness and all of our disease. And he wants you well. And the reason that he did this for you is because he loves you and he didn't just die for the forgiveness of your sins. He also died for the healing of your body to provide your needs. He wants to be Lord over every single part of your life. And Jesus suffered these things for you. Why? There's no reason for you to suffer them. When you sit there and, and allow sickness to stay in your body, some of you think, I'm not allowing it. Yes, you are. By not reaching out and by faith receiving, your passiveness is allowing Satan to do these things. James 4.7 says you have to resist the devil. And then he'll flee from you. You have to resist sickness. You have to actively fight against it. 
if you ever get the revelation of that, I guarantee you that right there is 90% of the battle. Well, now there's a lot of other things about how you, uh, faith is voice activated. And I'm going to be sharing a lot of things, but the, but the foundation of everything is you've got to know that healing has been provided for you. It's a part of the atonement. God doesn't want you to be sick any more than he wants you to live in sin. If you wouldn't go live in sin, don't live in sickness. Man, those are radical statements. If you sit under the Word for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. This is a season of your life that God's wanting to show you who you really are. Every one of you were created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? For more inquiries, visit us on 6th floor Park Royal Mall, Uganda Road, Kampala. Or please call 0200-330-000 or send an email to karis.uga at awmkaris.com. Enroll today at Karis Bible College Uganda by applying online at www.karisuganda.net. Webale kuuliza programi ya fe ya Gospel Truth. Tukiriza nti owele dua nyo mkisa okuita mkisome sewa kuno. Mwabango ya gara tusabeko na awe, oboli na HVU zocho na, oboli nobu julizi kwecho katonda chako zo kuita kuprogramu eno. Tukubile ko kunamba ze simu zino wa manga. 0 bili 0 0 satu satu 0 0 0 0 Ngambie, eri 0 bili 0 0 satu satu 0 0 0 0 Oba, 0 musamvu musamvu munana Atano mutano, nkaga mutano msamvu Ngambie, 0 musamvu musamvu munana Atano mutano, nkaga mutano msamvu Kuroku wakala kwa katondo kutaliko komojoli Tuogiru mkisa kwa katonda Tuogere nkula akulana, ila tuogere ukonye zewa, mulinyari ya mukama fe yesu, uwele duanyo umkisa.